Exit your nine to five. Exit your nine to five. Exit your nine to five. Get gone, get going, got goals, got to say bye bye. Bye bye. Exit your nine to five. Exit your nine to five. Exit your nine to five. Get gone, get going, got goals, got to say bye bye. Hi, thanks for tuning to Exit Your 9 to 5. Yes. I'm one of your hosts, T. McGregor. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Jerome McGregor. And I'm John Bailey. How you doing? Yes, guys. Before we jump into today's episode, we want you to do us a huge favor and go ahead and subscribe. Click the notification bell so that you never miss an episode. And you can also join us online at Exit Your 9 to 5 dot com so before we get into today's episode we gotta pay a little bit of bills so we'll be right back we shall return (laughs) you're only the boss if you put up your own money if you don't put up your own money i don't care how much somebody gives you you're nothing but a supervisor it's not yours so how much money can you get paid to not there's no money in this world for someone to pay me so they could call me so i could call them a boss that's like calling somebody daddy because you don't this. own it. But you, I'm, you, but I'm telling you, no, I'm telling you why. I'm telling you why. Question, listen, question. Let me ask you a question. Can you give it to your son? Can I give what to my son? Whatever you shares of this company, for, yeah. I absolutely positively can. How? Right, because I own shares of this company. You bought them? Yes. Uh, what I'm saying is, can your son eat? Is this yours to give the whole company this to you? This whole company is I'm not my son's, no. Exactly. It's not mine, but I own shares Stop, listen, listen. That's not my question. If your son needs a job here, can you give it to him? No. No. If your son needs to get some money out the bank from here, some cash flow, can he get it? No. All right. You don't own this. But I can take the the money from here to invest in myself. No, it's not yours. I'm not going to fight for something I don't own. Men don't do that. I don't fight for other n****s. I fight for me. I'm not a doula. I'm not going to build somebody else's company and then pick shares so my son can... No, listen, listen, what I'm saying. But what about taking the money? You come to work every day. I didn't take it. Stop. Don't say you're speaking my business and you don't know what you're talking about. We put up our own money for Rockefeller, right? Okay. Then we sold half of it. We became partners. So that means no one gave us anything. We were 50-50 partners. We built something and sold it. That doesn't mean you work for somebody. See, they let you believe that. So then what happened was, based on a formula, you know what a formula is? It was profit times a certain number. So if you make this much profit times seven, that's how much your, your number is. Okay. Based on that formula, they bought the rest. That's it. That's not nobody giving me money. I never worked for them. I put I put up way more money than Def Jam put up. Me, Biggs, and Jay put way more money up in, in, into Def Jam. I mean, rather into Rockefeller than Def Jam. All they did was collect our money. What you mean? Why you think Def Jam, they, first of all, when we were with Def Jam, they were bought by Universal. How you gonna call Def? How you gonna think someone that's bought by someone could be someone's boss? That's my point. You have to understand what you're doing in business because you got to do what's best for your kids. What's best for your kids is to put your money into something, distress, go through all of it. So when your child becomes a man, he doesn't have to work for nobody. Right. Well, that's the you whole thing. You can just pass it to him. Now you talk about. So, so, so if you're gonna work twenty years in a business. 
or 15 years in the business every day over and over again, and your son can't work here whenever he feel like it, you clowning well, to me. I don't want him to work here. But that's, here. that's me. I'm not thing. saying you, if you owned it, wait a second. I'm because time I out. I don't need a check That's here. stupid. You that's should like be. Murder time move. out. Rap because nope. he enjoy it, not nope. because he wants nope. a check. You're wrong. I'm here because I like to check. Wait, wait, time out, time out. Time out, time out. You're lying. I'm not saying I don't need a check. Before you lose your control, just stay focused. So listen to me. I work here because I enjoy it. Why don't you listen? I work here for free. Who could work? Would you ever enjoy being a slave? I'm not, it's not a slave. This is what I enjoy. I don't think I it's a slavery thing. Do you have I to come to work today? Do you have a choice? Do you have to ask somebody have when you anything. have to? Yes, you do. I don't. Or I you're fired. Don't. Can somebody tell you you fired? I don't. Can somebody tell you you fired? Yes or no? Can another man say you're fired? Absolutely. No one can tell me that. And I, that's what I, that's priceless to me. But I'm here because I I don't enjoy. care. You enjoy I having enjoy a man it. be able to tell you fired? Okay, let me ask you a question. So you're being selfish. Do you think your son enjoys you calling somebody else a boss? Don't you think your son would rather wake up with you and you could pick him up from school instead of having to do a nine to five? Don't you think? Yeah, but don't you have to wake up at four in the morning? Don't you think your son would love if his name was up there, Dash or whatever your last name is instead of somebody else's? My pride is in my children. Like look what I'm doing right now. Look at my son. I taught my son never to have a boss. He's 23. He owns a restaurant, he has cookies, he has equity. He busts his ass so he can pass it on to his son. If that's not what you hustling for, you're selfish. Well, you keep saying I. I'm worried about my kids. This is frustrating because you're on the radio and this message is crazy to me. You're saying because you enjoy music or being a, a DJ, you enjoy having a boss. If you enjoy being a DJ, just why don't you own your own radio station and then DJ for your own radio station so your son can just get on anytime he wants. That's all I'm saying. But it's steps you, to you it, enjoy, though. No, there's no steps to it because I do it. See, you enjoy the safety and the security of a job every day. But there's no pride in that to me. My son Heck, takes pride. My kids take pride in the fact that I have dash motors. And because I have that, my son said, I'm not going to ever have a boss. His mentality is different. It's just about changing mentality. Now, let me ask you a question. There's millions of people out there that don't have that opportunity and they all have, have the opportunity. a boss every day. So you're basically saying because they have a boss, there's no pride in it? I think because people on the radio tell people it's okay to have a boss. They don't understand that they can have more. And because of the direct-to-consumer relationship, the internet, there's no excuse. So when I make a movie like Los Sides, I don't have to ask if I could put Daniel in a movie. I just do it. I had to ask if I could put... Wait, wait, hold on. I had to ask if I could put Cameron in and pay the full. I don't have to ask no more. Mm -hmm. You understand? There's pride in that. It's just a pride you should have in ownership. Wow, that was intense, guys. Very intense. I mean, I remember watching this in real time, and it was uncomfortable then, and it's still uncomfortable now. What do you think, guys? Oof. I mean, I'm not, I'm not really in an uncomfortable space, but you know, I understand, and I've also seen some videos of uh, Damon Dash speaking. He spoke about how, hey, it's business. If you don't got problems, you don't have business because, hey, without problems, you won't have a solution. And the main goal is to get to the solution. So show me what the problem is so we can resolve it and get to this money. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I think it was, uh, you know, it had passion, it had intensity. I'm not really afraid of it. It just, uh, However you may land with the words are going to either trigger some things or bring some things up for you. And either way, it's all stuff to look at. So, yeah, it was, it was powerful. It's crazy. It's like most people don't know where they really fit in this universe, let alone trying to argue about 
if they have a job, if they own the business, it's like most people are just happy to have a job. But part of what we do here at Exit Your 9 to 5 is we challenge that status quo. We want you yes. to think outside that box. And so today, inspired by that conversation from Dame Dash and DJ Envy, we want to soul search a bit. You know, today we are soul searching, guys. In this episode, we want to help you identify just where you are. You know what I mean? But before we get into our topic, we really do have one solid question that's going to help you kind of garner and get into where we're going. Who are you going to be to do the things you want to do to have what you want to have? So many people, you know, JB, wow. Yeah, no, that's intense. I mean, that question is loaded with all kinds of great things, and it's just one phrase. It's just one paragraph not even a paragraph it's a snippet but it's loaded full of tons of things you get to break down and look at so i love the question let's keep going yeah jb so many people feel like they have to make a drastic change and Mm. or adjust but maybe it's just as simple as centering yourself long enough to ask yourself the right questions but people have to even get to being centered i know i mean i was inspired because jb you actually asked that question you said you know what who are you going to be you know, to do these things. And it really provoked deeper questions, you know. Yep. I think a lot of people start at the end, right? They want to have all these things. They want to have yep. the house, the car, the, the trips, the, the great food, you know, the, the, the wonderful memories with their family and friends. And they, they don't stop and look long enough at the situation and, and start at the beginning and really go, wait a second, like if I want to be that superhero in my life, with for my kids i want to be the you know the the father they look up to be i want to inspire my friends and family or you know my wife is always inspired by me or my husband depending on the the roles in that that conversation you have to look at that well who who am i who do who do i need to be how do i show up to make these things happen and then what am i going to do to do it those are two of the, the the preface of the the question and we're already at the have right so like Take, for example, what we're dealing with right now in the, in the pandemic and all of the circumstances of the economy and global crisis and, and trade wars and all these things. You look at it and you go, all right, but what I, I, you know, I can listen to that and I can make that part of my narrative or I can continue to focus on what I want to have and who I have to be to do that to get it done. And so it's like you, you have to recite yourself. You have to bring yourself back to the question and make sure that it's still about your vision because everything else is circumstance. It's so true. I think most people don't even, like I said, know where to begin or how they should be looking at something. But we recently learned something quite cool, guys. Have you ever heard of an entrepreneur? I know everybody's heard of an entrepreneur, but have you ever heard of an entrepreneur, guys? Comment below. Let us know. What do you think an entrepreneur is? versus what an entrepreneur is and don't be going to google that shit either (laughs) but no but google it (laughs) but google it but google it yeah so stylist have you heard of an entrepreneur before no it's a new word foreign Mm -hmm. to me at least so i really want to uh see what it's about to identify even within my entrepreneurship in my entrepreneurial journey how do I connect the dots? What what connects me or separates me uh, from being an entrepreneurial versus an entrepreneurial candidate? Well, JB, candidate. 
you introduced this wonderful word that had me going down the rabbit hole. Can you tell our listeners and our viewers what an entrepreneurial person is? <laughs> I think I, I can reflect best on entrepreneurial. So the entrepreneur to me was what's introduced me a couple of years ago. I remember I was on a search to figure out what that meant in terms of being in a company and the experience I have around it was it was around a campfire. I had a, you know, a few bosses and professionals and executives around me. And we're all talking about our businesses and talking about structure. And what came to me was, you know, one of them gentlemen was so passionate about creating a business around entrepreneurs. He wanted people to have great ideas. He wanted people to treat the business like their business and grow as a team. And I thought, that doesn't make so much sense because, you know, in my understanding, especially in my journey in professionalism, I've been an entrepreneur and I've also worked in companies. I've worked for corporations. I've worked in restaurants. And so I, I've, at all levels, I look at it and go, as long as I'm being employed by somebody, you know, I, I'm, in, I'm, in, I, I'm under the entrepreneur's vision. And so it's difficult for me to embrace being an entrepreneur with an entrepreneur at the, ship, the, the control of the ship. Because then we're gonna, we might go different ways. Because entrepreneurial is, a, is an independent journey. Sometimes it's really about what you're gonna create. So I, I had to research it. I looked into it, and I found entrepreneurial made more sense. Kind of like an intranet for your work. Like it's an internal system you've created. And and an, I want entrepreneurial people to work under me or around me or with me. Sure, yes, 100%. Because like they can embody the spirit of an entrepreneur. However, still be at the you know at the what guides them is the, my vision for the company, and we should be aligned at least with the vision, and then go from there. But that's that's where I heard about it, and so when I bring it up, it's really because if you are comfortable in your company, uh, however you're scratching the surface, you're wanting more for yourself, but you don't know where to start. It's very intimidating to start your own business. It's very especially depending on what kind of business you're going to create, you're going to be jumping into shark infested waters so with true. a paddle in a rowboat, hoping that you're going to make it through. And, and so it's, it's a difficult process. It takes resilience. It takes discipline. However, if you could do that, have that spirit be wavering those waters, but you're with a couple other people in other rowboats, there's a power in that number. And you guys actually might, you know, reach the success a lot more. And then you're, you're getting in to running a business without actually starting your own business. And that might be okay for you. You know, I think there's a lot of people I've met in the journey that are at directors or managers that, that are okay with wanting more, and also still having their voice and opinion and, and bringing ideas to the table. So that's entrepreneur to me. Sorry if I ranted on, but that's that's kind of where I got the definition from and understanding of what entrepreneurial is or intrapreneurial is. You guys know me. I'm a dork. And there's nothing wrong with being a dork who likes to read up on things every now and again. And we looked it up. And Stylus, what did you find out about the intrapreneur? Well, about the intrapreneur, it states a manager within a company who promotes innovative product development and marketing. Now, I, I, you know, the name entrepreneur, like I said, is so foreign to me, but I'm excited because I know it's a, a, a part of a community yeah. that's all, always going to be about progression. So when looking at that, I had to dive back to remind myself, what is actually an entrepreneur? And that definition says a person who organizes and operates a business or businesses hmm. taking on greater than normal financial risk in order to do so. I'm in a state where 
I am gaining clarity and I am really seeing some differences through mm -hmm. my entrepreneurship journey that allows me to understand more of the entrepreneurial world. Very true, because entrepreneurship in and of itself is the act of behaving like an entrepreneur while working with a large organization. And most people start out as entrepreneurs, believe it or not, right? Because entrepreneurship is the act of behaving as an entrepreneur while working within a large organization. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, most people do need to find a place where they're going to get their capital. I think the danger in assuming that everybody should be an entrepreneur needs to be addressed because very much, you know, everyone has ideas and everybody has, you know, the desire and passion to sustain certain things, but not everybody has the resources to go ahead and start a business. So the danger in the conversation with DJ Envy and Dame Dash was for those people who are like, okay, do I quit my job and just go out and start a business? It's like, no, there is a season where you have to be mentored and sponsored in terms of learning how a business actually runs and then finding out where your expertise lies. And then if you're one of those people who just want to throw spaghetti at the wall, that's okay too. But it's going to take a lot of time, effort, energy, and resources. And you have to ask yourself, are you prepared to walk that walk? Oh, absolutely. It's, um, it's a long journey and, a, and, a, and thin souls, you know, and you're going to build that over time. So, you know, strap up because that's going to, you know, that takes a lot of, a lot, takes a lot of a person. And what's great about it, JB, is that it's still a part of a community where you can grow. And what I take from the uh, entrepreneur experience is also liking to say a mentor facilitation role where, you know, you provide an atmosphere as a leader to aid in the entrepreneurial spirit to build a specific foundation, almost like going to college, but it's in the real world and you actually get paid while it's like getting paid to go to college. They call that on the job training when I was coming up. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I've also gone through the experience of being an independent contractor, mm -hmm. you know, versus an employee. And, and then now being an entrepreneur and now learning entrepreneurial, it's like, I think it's a great source and a great start for anyone who is, willing to take that chance to hashtag exit your nine to five <laughs> well i mean i want to i want to camp out there for a minute i want to speak to the person who is kind of like all right i feel like there's more that i want out of life i don't know if that means starting a business what do i want right and what does that look like I really want to camp out there because it doesn't look like you exiting your job if you have a family and you have good benefits. It takes planning. It takes planning, but I really want to stay in the realm of soul searching. It really, we want to ask you these difficult questions. Yeah. The question of the day, and I'm going to remind people, is who are you going to be to do the things you want to do to have what you want to have? What do you so that want? doing, there's something in action, right? Be yes. being is an action word. Doing is an action word. You feel what I'm saying, JB? Yeah, absolutely. And they all play into the what do you want role. 
Because that's that's what's going to guide you along the mission. If you can visualize what you want to get out of the entire experience, who you're going to be is going to be fueled by that want. Who you know, what you're going to do is going to be fueled by the want, and what you have is going to the results of what you wanted. So, you know, you got to break it down. And and when we talk about entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, employee, independent contractor, I've done the gig working and the independent contractor, your own boss, but you're on your own boss. It's a you know different paradigm. But they all are, they're all related. They all make sense because no matter what, you're going to have to always be in that place. You get to be in that place where you're creating something and that something should come from your want. So, you know, I hear often a lot of people are upset, you know, uh, they, they, they bitch about their job. They bitch about their, you know, their, their, um, their, their circumstance, you know, what they're in rather than be thankful because it's, it's a, it's an opportunity that not everybody embraces that way. And, and if you, if you switch yourself a little bit and realize that if it's because you, what you want, if it's coming from that place, you should be pretty well guided into creating the other parts of that, that question, which is, you know, being that person, doing that stuff and, and having it all comes from a want. So you got to ask yourself truly, what do I want? And it's a spectrum, by the way, you know, there's no, oh, you're an entrepreneur. This isn't Hogwarts. And you're like, got to put the Slytherin cap on. And that's where you're at. Like, you know, like, think about it, you can be, you know, I've, I've, I've wavered in and out of businesses, I ran, started my own businesses, like, it's, it's just what you want right then. And, and there's so many chapters in your life, you could be that in this 10 years, in the next 10 years, you could be a different guy. It's okay. Just, just come from that place, answer that first question, what do you want? So true. Yeah. Another question we wanted to uh, follow up on with our audience and, and community is, how long have you wanted it? Mm. Not only what do you want, but also how passionate mm. is this desire? What are you willing to do in order to transform your your mind, Man. body, and soul for that positioning? Right. That uh, it's a form. You're taking a new form. You're not just someone working at a you know, uh, a grocery store or a fast food restaurant, you're entering the think tank of the world that helps fuel, you know, feeding people. Right. You're, you're a part of boardrooms and groups that are going on these uh, yeah. journeys outside of the four walls to be more community based because the team matters, not just the head. And it's important for people to understand that. Like, if you don't have that concept about the team mattering, you have to ask yourself, like, is entrepreneurship for you at that point? Because if you don't know what you want and you don't know how long you've wanted it and then you don't have any idea of what it's going to take to attain that, then is entrepreneurship really for you at this moment in time? Not to say that you have to deny your dream, but you really have to see what development looks like for you and what timing as well because yeah. you you may be in a position where you feel like you're cornered yeah. but the moment you stop to think about repositioning yourself out of that corner right that's the starting tool to even birth hey getting a notepad and writing down 
Facts. how long you think it might take and mm -hmm. how long it realistically takes to get what you're trying to do done and what elements and resources you can pull from mm -hmm. in your circumstance that may be a low ceiling yeah. and allows you to financially be stable mm -hmm. and balance the fun side. So then okay. we also have to dive into fun. Like, what are you doing for fun? How costly yeah. is your fun? <laughs> Because some people's lifestyles outweigh their actual uh, cer financial circumstance with the business they're invested in or time that they're investing in a business. No, that's so true. I mean, most people don't know where they are in the journey. So where are you in your journey right now? The sooner you figure that out, the better, because you will be able to assess how you're spending your time. You will be able to assess how you are using your money. And then in that, I think you'll identify exactly what your next steps are. I mean, I've met a, I've met some millionaires at local laundromats yeah, who you would never like know money. have. <laughs> you would never think had yes. money. And, and, and they're just they're yeah. just responsive enough to just say, hey, you know, like you could do it, too. Like, it's really just about how you spend your money and how, how yeah. disciplined you are in stopping yourself from spending your money. Because the easiest thing to do once you get it yeah. is spend money. The hardest thing to do is get the money. But you can't be afraid to unless, fail. Unless you That part. JB, <laughs> can you be afraid to fail? If you're going to be about that life, it's going to come with some bumps and, and bruises, right? Yeah, you're going to fail. Um, you know, I, I have a phrase I tell most people. Embrace sucking, you know, just embrace it. Because when you suck, you, you learn. There's so much wealth in sucking and failing and falling flat on your face because it's that resilience of picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, and continuing in the stride that you were in just before the event happened. However, just with that learn, okay, you know, like my elbow's a little banged up. I got a little bit of a scratch, but I'm going to dust it off. And next time I'm going to look out for that crack and not, not step off the curb wrong or whatever the case may be that's happening. Obviously, it's much more monumental when you're an entrepreneur and those failures are big. However, as big as they are, as small as they are, they're still very valuable. So, you know, I, I want to just close off the how long have you wanted it. I think that people also get stuck in not going back far enough. You know, like this could be a childhood want that you're tapping into. This could be something that, and at that time, when you're four years old and you're zooming around the front yard with your cardboard box wings and you're like, I want to fly when I'm, when I'm older. It wasn't about money. It was about flying. It was about being free or like looking at a bird and saying, I want to do that. And the vision was more about a fulfilling want than it was about this monetary uh, value that we, we kind of all st end up striving for at some point because we're like, wait, okay, it's so in order for me to fly, I'm actually going to have to make money because the money's going to pay for my flying lessons or I'm going to have to pay for the school to go learn. And it becomes in a money conversation. So people are afraid to go back that far because they already knew when they got older that money is what the, the world, you know, makes the world go around and they just got that stuck in their head. However, this is what we're talking about. Now we're talking about what you want. You're talking about how long you want it. Like if you were a kid and you wanted to be a lawyer, you're at 25 years old, you're in a dead end job, you're slinging drinks and it's great, but you know that it just doesn't have a future that's sustainable and you, you always knew you, you were deserving of more, you're going to have to tap into that childhood version of yourself and remember what courageousness you had when you jumped off the second story building and tried to fly and broke your leg. You know, like there was a different mindset there and it wasn't about money. It was about, you know, achieving the dream. So, 
you know, and then we're going to go into like, what are you willing to do to have it? That's the next question. What are you willing to do to have it? So, um, that again, it's that courageousness to jump off the building and try to fly. And then if that works, you're going to go a little higher and go a little higher. So you were willing to continue breaking bones to fly. Were you, or are you, and are you now? For the greater good of mankind. <laughs> yeah. Like, Stylus, what, what are you willing to do every day as an independent contractor, as your own business? And like, what are you willing to do every day when you wake up knowing that you're going to want, you want all those things and how long you wanted it? Like, what are you willing to do to make that happen every day? First, I breathe. Then I wiggle my toes and I wiggle <laughs> my hands. And I say, oh, I'm alive. And then I look around me and I say, I have love, I have family. Mm -hmm. Then I say, all right, we got business to do. <laughs> what, does that look like? what does that look like is creating my atmosphere. Hmm. What, what, you know, creating my day, my flow is saying, hmm. how would I spend my day if I could do it and still make the money that I'm able to make? Right. So I personally like to start with like I said, the wiggling of the toes and all that stuff to acknowledge me, mm. to acknowledge my mortality and that this may be my last day. However, while I'm here, I'm going to make the best of what I have by myself. But when I'm around other people, I'm still going to carry that same likeness because I want other people to feel the joy I have to have the opportunity to be able to think like an entrepreneur, like an entrepreneur. I have the opportunity to think is a big thing. So I think first, then I know I have tasks that I have to take right, care of right. because we we happen to be in a timeline where we're we're constantly behind but in a good way mm -hmm. because it's that we're just scheduling things out and sometimes revisions happen. Right. So you know, I know it's a, a heavy task to do multimedia and to do uh heavy editing work work that requires you to not even see people yeah. or for you to interact with people. So yeah. I have to find balance because that's quarantine in itself. So true. I want to camp out there. Are you willing to go through uncomfortable stages to attain what it is that you want to attain? For instance, I am. <laughs> for instance, when I knew that I was on my entrepreneur journey, I understood what it entailed, but I wasn't honestly prepared for some of the uncomfortable moments that I would have to go through. Isolation being one, you know, not being able to do everything my friends were doing all the time. And sometimes financially, I had to make sacrifices for my business that left me hungry. And my solution to that was to sleep the day away. But one time, my sister, I'll never forget it, my sister calls me and she's like, what are you doing? Why aren't you out having a good day? And I'm asleep. I got the ugly sleep voice on. And she's like, no, what's really going on? She called back to back. And I had to just break down and tell her, like, listen, I'm depressed. Financially, things are tight. I chose to keep my website on. Like, I chose to do different things with my money. You know what I mean? And, and I'm, quote, unquote, a celebrity publicist at the time. But what most people don't understand is some celebrities don't value um, that part of their career. They, it's a certain entitlement that they have. So it's very rare when you have people who will pay you what you're worth or sometimes you have to wait to be paid if it's being paid by the studio. And so I had some tight times and it's like, you don't know that going in sometimes, but if you learn from enough entrepreneurs, if you study and you ask questions, you can actually prepare yourself to get through those humps. You know what I mean? True. 
Two chains. No, no. <laughs> no, guys. So we just essentially we want to stir you up. We know that COVID is making everyone uncertain, and these times truly are unprecedented. But you have an opportunity now. You have an opportunity to do some soul searching, figure out what it is you want to do, why you want to do it, how it's going to be done, and then prepare yourself for the long haul because this is your dream that you're talking about. And we thank you so much for just tuning in with us and we invite yes. you to keep coming back because exit your nine to five is more than just, you know, leaving your job to go live your dream. It's about how do you live the best life? Am I right, fellas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh it's really embracing what do you want and how you're gonna get there and all those lovely things at the end of the day. It's it, exit your nine to five is a mindset. It's a you know a way of believing in yourself and believing in the process that you're going to create something, and you're going to attack it like you know just a maniac on a mission. You're gonna that's it's your number one. It's your a one every day. You wake up and that's the the one thing that you're going to focus and think about. And that sometimes that willing conversation is: Are you willing to you know not allow the distractions to come in? It's summer. It's you know the pool season, and well given the current times, you're making the best of it. And it's very alluring to go back in the backyard and just chill out for half the day and, and spend time by the pool and catch up with some friends, have a few cocktails, maybe if it's a Sunday. However, you know, for some entrepreneurs, Sunday's Monday, Monday's Wednesday, there's no definition. It's every day is a grind, every day is a work load. But at the end of the day, it's really because that's the vision. And you know, you're going to have much more cocktails and lake and pool parties when you're at that that level. So... That's what I want to add in. Just overall, exit nine to five. We are going to present uh, a mindset and a clearing for any of those that are are just willing to get out of the the mundane conversation of a of a nine to five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, it was like an amen moment for real. <laughs> I don't know who created this this we hate Mondays movement. Oh yeah. But right. the 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 community and the team at Exit Your Nine to Five is going to rewrite. You know that scenario. There's no way we have to hate Mondays anymore. However, we know that there's a lot of people who hate Mondays. So that community, we want you guys to tune in a lot more because we're going to show you how you can start to love Mondays and how you can start to re-energize things and reorganize because once you get into your flow then you're going to start to even see that your Mondays are your Saturdays. Hey! We help you flourish. <laughs> and so today before we leave you guys, we cannot leave you without some takeaways and some action steps. So the question of the day, like we said and I'll read it for the last, who are you going to be to do the things you want to do to have what you want to have? Okay, and some questions we want you to ask yourself is, what do you want? How long have you wanted it? What are you willing to do to have it? And if the entrepreneur journey is really for you, maybe you're an entrepreneur. And where are you right now in your journey? Don't beat yourself up. Humble beginnings are the best. And then last, we want to know how you feel about failure. Because how you feel about failure will determine your next action steps. Mm. And the first action step that we're going to give you, and there's only going to be one, is to take a piece of paper and start writing out some things that you'd like to accomplish. There's still time left in this year. 
You got to think about it, people. We got to think. <laughs> you do got to think. But don't overthink it at the same time. Just write down stuff. You know, we're in exploratory work. This is episode zero. We are creating the context for what we're going to dive into because it's going to get deeper. So let's get this thinking stuff out of the way. Let's identify the, where you are on that journey. Let's talk about some failures. Let's talk about what you're willing to do. Will you jump off a two-story building to have your dream? You know, answer the questions, journal it up, have fun with it. Thank you for tuning in to Exit Your 9 to 5 once again. We look forward to hanging out again next week. Don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Many more. Just visit us online, subscribe. And if you are curious on how to get your, you know, exit strategy together, download our free exit strategy toolkit and that will get you started on the path. All right, guys? So hit us up with your questions. We want to hear from you. I'm one of your hosts, T.G. McGregor. Jerome McGregor. You also know me as Stylist. I'm John Bailey, but you can call me JB. And you see all of our handles. So join us on social. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Exit Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Exit your 9 to 5. I got a drink, got the passion, made a plan to get the...